Welcome back once again, everybody, to Dear Amber, Chinese Pod's insider's guide to everything China. Today we have some information about getting a Chinese scholarship in China, and also we have a fun bit about the Chinese view of nakedness. And also, due to a rash of recent thefts around here in Shanghai, we have a little spot about protecting yourself from thieves. Okay, enjoy. Dear Amber, I'm interested in attending university to study Chinese in China. Is there any scholarships that you know of for foreigners? Now, I, it's just perfect because we have Ross here today, who's a new member of Chinese Pod, and he's so smart that he actually did get a scholarship. <laughs> I can't have any personal experience in this regard, unfortunately. <laughs> But hi, Ross. Hi, Hayden. Good. So, can you tell us a bit about、um, how long have you been in China? I've been in China for three years now. And how long was the term of your scholarship? The scholarship was、uh, one full year. Okay. And what university did you go to? I went to、uh, Fudan University. Okay, so that's in Shanghai, right? Yeah. So is that one of the bigger universities around? It's in、here? the top top. Three、uh, universities in China, I believe. So that was one of the reasons why I went there. Oh, cool. So was the program like, were you taking a degree here, or was it just a strictly a Chinese learning program? It was strictly a Chinese learning program, but the scholarship allows you to do undergraduate, postgraduate, whatever you want to do. You can apply for it, and I applied for just a one-year, one-off、uh, year in in, in university. <laughs> yeah, that's good. One-off. Okay. Well, it sounds like our listener wants to study Chinese, so probably would be similar to what you took. Right. So, how did you apply for that, Ross? Can you maybe give him some like info? Like, how did you even find out about it? Personally, I found out about the scholarship from my、uh, local university. They told me that is, if you want to、uh, study abroad in any country, there's a number of scholarships that a lot of people don't know about.、Mm. Uh, initially, I was going to go to Italy, but actually, I found out that. Each country offers this a lot of partnerships between countries, and Ireland has a, a partnership with China. So two Irish students can go to China and study each year, and two Chinese students can go to Ireland and study each year. Now I think every country, nearly every country, has this type of partnership. So if you want to find out about this、uh, government scholarship, all you got to do is go to the、uh, China Scholarship Council. They have a website as well, and you can see all, you can look at all the different、um, scholarships available. Or you can just contact your local department of education. Oh, that's cool. So maybe we can try and find that website. We'll put a link in the Dear Amber comments. Wow, Ross, Italy or China? Like it seems so vast the difference between those two. What made you pick China in the end?、Uh, some people say that Italy is the. The, the China, <laughs> the noodles, the pizza,、uh, the bad driving.、Uh, some people say that the、uh, that Italy is the China of Europe. So、uh, I liked Italy. I went there originally, and then decided, well, when I go to the real China. Wow, I,、yeah. I didn't know Italy was the China of Europe. That's, well, that's wild. I, I, think, I could have made that up. I'm not too sure. <laughs> well, it could be. Well, the noodles make it that, anyways. Okay, so what did you have to do to apply? Like, how did you get the scholarship? Like, were you the top of the class or what? I certainly wasn't top of the class.、Uh, there were only two scholarships for the whole of Ireland.、Uh, wow. Wow. Which is well, there's still only four million people, but there was、uh, two, <laughs> two scholarships, and、uh, I have a feeling nobody else applied. So、uh, <laughs> that was the only reason I got it. No, but、I、the way I applied,、uh, you just send in your documentation, your intent of why you want to go and study in China. So originally, I wanted to go and work for an NGO. So I said, you know, I'm interested to go and and, and learn about、uh, that kind of situation in China.、Uh, but actually, it turned out completely different. I was originally supposed to study sociology, ended up doing Chinese. Didn't go into NGO. I went in more into business.、Yeah. Okay. So, what do you think about the Chinese program there? Was it good? Do you think? The reason why I chose Fudan was because I mean I, it was a very famous name. I really did not research it, and I recommend anyone else coming to study in China to research the university they're going to go to. I really didn't、uh. put in the research, and I heard it was a famous university. We often have people tell us things like, "I gave learning Mandarin a shot, but then I realized I really don't have enough time to commit to it."
Folks who felt this way love Chinese Pod Recap. In as little as 90 seconds a day, you can refresh what you've learned so far while adding a bit of what's new to your daily learning. An innovative language learning tool to fit the busy, fast-paced lifestyle of today's professionals. Um, the Chinese program itself is all right. Um, problem with it would be that it was uh, uh, the textbooks and the, the the learning was a little bit dated. Um, so we were learning some classes. We were learning about all different types of teapots and tea, and it wasn't really practical. Nah. Uh, so it didn't oh. really suit. And also, a lot of the classes were uh, a mixture of nationalities: uh, Korean, Japanese. They all had different needs to what a Western needs. Like, uh, a Western person needs a Westerner would be able to. Uh, very good at speaking, but poor at writing. Whilst yeah. the, the Japanese would be fantastic at writing and terrible at speaking. So it's hard because you're kind of coming at it from different angles. Right. Bit. So it was kind of. I mean, it was great fun to mix with those nationalities, uh, especially the North Koreans. But uh, wow. it was. Uh, it proved a little bit. People were at different levels and had different needs. Yeah. Oh well, I guess that's good that you found Chinese pot then and <laughs> ended up working it here. Is, yeah. <laughs> so what about? Did you? I bet a lot of people are curious. Like, did you live at in the dorms, or how was your student life? Part of the scholarship, uh, I'll tell you what the scholarship included. The scholarship included free tuition, free boarding in the dormitory for a year, and a monthly stipend of a thousand renminbi, which is about a hundred euro or wow. over a hundred US dollars. That's pretty generous. Um, is it the Chinese quite, government that gives? It is the actual Chinese wow. government that gives it? So if a Chinese person goes to Ireland, the Irish government will give them money. I see. Um, that was the, the deal we got. So I had to live. I lived in the dormitory, and uh, it was an interesting experience. Yeah. Was it other foreign students, or were you with local Chinese? One people? building in the north of Fudan, 1,000 students just in one area. It was like a kind of a hotel, um, a little bit clinical, uh, with a lot of security. Pretty interesting. Foreigners I mean, mostly? Or? It was majority Korean. Oh. It was all foreigners. There was no, no Chinese. Chinese. No ah. Chinese. We were kind of separated from the Chinese. And that's I the way see. they wanted to keep it. Ah. Um, we were the north. And I hear that in, in a few years, they're going to the, move the foreigners even further away from oh, the really? Chinese. <laughs> Too bad, because it would help your Chinese to be with it would, Chinese people. It would. But, <laughs> so how uh, about making friends and stuff? Was it? Did you, were you able to make friends with a lot of locals? so that you could practice your Chinese? Uh, the majority of the way I learned Chinese was actually through Koreans and, and uh, Japanese oh. because they wanted to learn as well and they weren't so interested in speaking English whilst the Chinese, I had some difficulties because they wanted to learn English. So that, they were more like language partners. I see. Uh, whilst the Chinese, Korean and Japanese were friends who were there to have fun and, and things like that. So yeah. do you have any like good stories of like university life in China that you can share with everyone? Uh, <laughs> any juicy stories? Any juicy stories. <laughs> Well, in, in the dormitory, there was a thousand people in one building, so there was a lot of uh, messing going on. There was a lot of... Uh, guys uh, and girls? A lot of guys or? and girls. Mm. So a lot, like, as soon as anything happened, like, the rumors spread ah. uh, throughout the whole place. There were no parties um, or anything really organized for the foreign students. So myself and my friend actually started organizing a few parties, and that caused a little bit of... Uh, excitement uh, oh, yes. amongst the foreign students. <laughs> no juicy stories from the top of my head. You're but just not sharing them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get uh, them out of him next uh, time. Potentially. Okay, thanks, <laughs> thanks for coming and letting everyone know. And if anyone has any questions, they can also leave them on the um, comment section of Dear Amber and Ross can answer for you guys. Thank you. Right? Our next question comes from Philip in Oklahoma. He writes, Dear Amber, Chinese people are not shy about nudity, are they? This question is very true. And I'm, of course, my sidekick. Clay. Clay is here. Howdy. Clay, I'm like Johnny Carson. You're like, who's that guy on the side? Ed McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> He's back to help us to answer this question. But actually, Clay and I are experts on this question. When we read this question, we were really... <laughs> 
<laughs> we're really happy because we both go to the same gym. And I've seen the female side of things in the female change room. And Clay has seen the male side of things maybe more than he would like to uh, see. More than I'd like to see. Yeah, actually. and we both, as soon as we saw this question, we both agreed that this was a great. I'm very surprised at your answer, insight. actually. Yeah, really. Yeah. So, what was my answer? Apparently, they're the same on both ends. Apparently, it, uh, Clay wishes he could come into the female change room. That's what it is. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but I can say that personally, my, my education in like anatomy has taken place in China. So, yeah, I don't even know. Like, I've never seen, I mean, I lived my whole life in the West. I've never seen so many naked bodies in my life as I've seen since well, I've, I've been, been in China. In, more than a few locker rooms in my day, mm. and I've never seen the people walk around so carefree ever. I yeah, mean, it's almost like they're more comfortable without the clothes. Like they than don't want to walk with a towel. Yes, they, they there is a towel, but they don't want it. They don't want to use it. <laughs> exactly. They want everyone to see. We can say like we're talking everything like blow drying. I mean, the blow dryers in the gym for your that hair. That could be a whole show in itself. They blow dry everywhere <laughs> with the blow dryers. Well, yes, if you notice in the bathrooms, there's a plaque that says blow drying for. Hair blow-drying only. Yes. And apparently this is a constant problem. Yeah. And another <laughs> sign brings to mind another sign I saw up in the um, change room, which went up after there became a common practice of women when they were putting their makeup on, they would sit on the stools. There's some stools up by the mirror. Naked. Naked. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I horrified was watching that spectacle take place, remembering the last time when I sat there in my jeans. Anyways, the sign went up. It still hasn't helped. I think Chinese people, although they're shy I'm by still nature. I'm that. I don't know why. Yeah, they're shy. I mean, I think they're pretty reserved. I thought it was like a male cockiness kind of thing. No fun intended at all. I find, I don't know if it's North Americans. I think Europeans are more open than us. But I found I'm quite a prude. Like, I mean, I'm the only one using the change room with a curtain, you know, like, or even shutting the curtain when I take a shower. Another thing I thought really funny, because I think a privacy is a big thing. Like, maybe part of it, Clay, could be that Chinese people are not as private as Western people. Would you agree? Not as private? Yeah. Oh, like, uh, Like, we're a little bit more private. <laughs> yeah. Like, for example... Well, um, apparently, they used to, like, historically, they used to have, uh, like, communal bathrooms. Yeah. Actually, and, they still do. You know, places. and that could be also a reason why. Oh, I mean, I've been to hot springs in Taiwan, and yeah. Learning Chinese is a little overwhelming. Sometimes it even feels like I forget more than I learn. Not sure how that's possible. Hmm. Maybe I need to take more ginkgo biloba? Yeah, probably. But have you heard of ChinesePod? They have an amazing new tool called the Recap app. You can choose 90-second, 3-minute, or 6-minute lesson recaps, whatever fits your schedule. The app even populates itself with the reviews of the lessons you've most recently studied. Cool. Maybe I don't need to get my head checked. Maybe. ChinesePod.com forward slash recap. Everyone's naked. No one's well, even in the uh, uh, the saunas. Everyone's in there naked. They don't usually. You come in with a towel. You sit mm. on the towel, you're covering up something. But yeah. no, not there. Yeah. So I think we could investigate the roots. Maybe it comes back to the public bathhouses. That's what it is. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Another thing I think is two people just don't have the personal space or personal privacy issues. Um, the other day I was there and a woman started taking, everyone was naked. A woman started taking promotional pictures. She had put down some promotional materials and she was taking pictures of them in the change room. But like all of us were naked. You not <laughs> but, see that back home. Yeah, but no one minded. Okay, but this brings to mind another thing actually that I find so intriguing related. Have you ever seen the people wrapping their bodies in saran wrap? 
No. Okay, when you go in the women's changing room, people girls. are either naked or they're wrapped in plastic cling wrap. You know cling wrap like you put on your, you know, on your microwave too. Is this like to increase your sweating ability I think or so. something? I think so. But they will wrap every part of their body no that has fat in plastic. Yes. I have not seen that before. Yes. Or it's heard a of it. very common practice, very uh, common trend right oh, now. Well, I'll keep my eyes peeled, but I don't think the men do that. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking, I don't think it's healthy, but maybe Azardak Mom can like advise us on that because I every time I see it, it kind of shocks me. Not to mention it's pretty ugly looking. Another reason why they might be a little What's that? open. Well, when they're little kids, like three or four and five, you see the kids with their asses hanging out of their pants because they don't really do diapers here in China. They just squat and go on the street. Can we say asses on this program? I don't know. You tell me. This is only my second week. Well, we'll know if it gets bleeped or not. Right. Yeah, that's true, actually. You know, I think that there's less issues about showing your bum or whatever because, like, I was riding my bicycle to work the other day and there was a kid. I mean, he the kid was eight and his grandpa was helping him go to the bathroom. Pants pulled down facing commuter traffic. And he was not bashful at it's all. It's that whole communal lifestyle that they grew up with. So yeah, and a lot of housing here, even in Shanghai, they have shared bathrooms, shared showers. So yeah, I can see why are we so prude, anyways, Clay. Well, we always we got to get over bathrooms, it. and yeah. every guest room has their own bathroom. We don't share. Yeah, no. yeah, we're too uptight. Not when it comes to that. Okay, well that's interesting. Anyone else knows anything else about the reasons why they can leave an insight on the comments section? Yeah, I'm thinking, is there a lesson on this? Like something about talking about nudity, and I think that we don't have a lesson on this yet. In Public Chinese nudity, spot. I don't think so. Okay, we're gonna do a lesson on this. So keep your eyes peeled, everybody. Stay tuned. This question comes from James. James writes, "Dear Amber, I have had three cell phones stolen since arriving in Shanghai. Can you give some tips for warding off thieves?" And so I've invited Jenny, who is a longtime Shanghai resident, in fact, a native of Shanghai. Yeah. <laughs> Jenny, in your life, have you seen a lot of thieves in Shanghai around? I have never seen a thief actually,、oh. but I have had my cell phone stolen once.、So、that just shows how good, how sneaky that thieves really are, right? <laughs> They wouldn't be caught thieves if you see them, I guess. That's true. Well, my personally, I've had two cell phones stolen since arriving, and last week、wow. my bicycle, which is、oh, upsetting. Oh, that's traumatic. It is.、Mm. So I noticed something is that everyone seems to blame the Xinjiang people for being the thieves,、mm. which I don't really think is fair. What do you think, Jenny? Are all the thieves from Xinjiang? Of course not. No, but I think the problem is, in case everyone doesn't know, the Xinjiang. Xinjiang people—they don't really look like Chinese people. They look more、uh, different kind of look, maybe more Middle Eastern. So I was thinking they must just stand out more. Yeah, so I think that people just because they're more recognizable, they blame Xinjiang people. But I don't really think that's the case. Last week, a friend of mine was on Nanjing Lu, and she said that a very young, clean-cut person came up to her and started to talk to her. And then behind her, there was another clean-cut, young-looking, like university student-type-looking person, and they had their hand in her bag, stealing her、mm-hmm. wallet, while this other person was talking. So really, you know, thieves are thieves, and we can't blame anyone for <laughs> for being、mm, yes. the, the typical or atypical thief, right? So basically, the best thing we can do, I think, is we have to protect ourselves, Jenny. That's the best way,、mm. right? So, what do you think?、Um, what are some tips? Do you have any tips for everyone? Like, maybe first we can talk about tactics that people use. Have you noticed any tactics? I think you have to be really cautious when you're in crowded places, like subway or shopping malls or events that are crowded, like concerts, right? And those yeah, are anywhere there's a lot of people, high risk places. Yeah, and also I noticed like on the tourist streets, like、mm. if anyone's coming to China to visit, be really careful. Nanjing、yeah. Lu is a pedestrian street. That's where I saw、um, one band of thieves、mm. that I ran over and broke up. Oh yeah, <laughs> and also time of the year. Usually, before Chinese New Year, it's high crime rate season. A lot of people might be getting some New Year's cash. 
Ah, so mm. it's also the time of year to look out for that. Yes. Now, one thing I think that's really important, anytime I've seen thieves operating, it's usually this is the case for women. Mm. If you've ever got like a purse slung around your sort of messenger style oh. and facing the back, yeah. you're just asking for it. Yes. Yeah, because that's, that's a really easy dangerous. way. That's very dangerous. Yeah. Always keep your wallet, your precious belongings in places you can see. Yeah. And I think the other important thing is when I got my cell phone stolen last time, I was distracted. I was unlocking the lock on my bike and I think mm. someone must have come sort of from the side and just grabbed it when I wasn't yeah. paying attention. So always pay attention. That's another good way to ward off any kind yes. of pickpockets. And always zip your bags. No matter like how short the window is, even you unzip it for two seconds, it might happen. Yeah. Mm. The other time is I put my cell phone down on a bench in mm. a park. Very bold, a man came up to me and he started pointing like behind me. It's like the oldest trick in the book and I fell for it. I knew he was a thief and I was trying to like watch everything at once. But I looked away for one second and he must have grabbed it from below. Wow. Like right beside me and he mm. ran off. Oh. oh, have you noticed that in supermarkets, at big hypermarkets where you have the shopping trolley, don't leave your bag in the trolley. Hey guys, it's Michael here at Chinese Pod, and we want to say thank you to all of our faithful subscribers. If you're not registered yet, head over to ChinesePod.com now and get 20% off. Promo code get twenty at checkout to get twenty percent off your first year. Another thing is another big high risk item is like MP3 players, that sort of thing. iPods.、Mm. Um, my friend, she's walking. She had the iPod in her pocket, and she's listening to music. And then suddenly the music stopped, and she didn't feel a thing in her pocket, but she、wow. felt, and it was gone. Yeah,、oh、she thought the battery died, but no, the whole thing was gone. I would say probably the top three items that get stolen is like cell phones, cell phones wallets. wallets, MP3 players, and another one is of course my experience, the bicycles. Bikes,、yeah. I mean, it's hard. You want a pretty bike, you want a nice bike, but okay. Maybe the best way to ward off thieves is to buy、mm. a really ugly bike. <laughs> But even that might get stolen too. It's true. <laughs> so even if you've got an ugly bike or a pretty bike, you have to make sure you have a big lock, which also is no guarantee, right,、mm. Jenny? I mean,、and、mine had a big lock and they、yeah. cut right through it. And sometimes the lock is more expensive than the bike. It's true. But <laughs> it's all insurance. It's security. Oh, it's a catch twenty-two. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I think maybe. I mean, if there is anything you can do, is a lot、mm. of people just lo- lock the lock to the bike itself, like so the wheel can't turn.、Mm. Always try and lock it to a pole, and you can pay. People five、yeah. mile on the street to watch it for you,、mm. so that's always a good way to avoid、Bike、it as well. Parking lot. That's right, and it, it's a great employment, right?、Mm. <laughs> I think always try to report a crime. You never know; you might get stolen good returned.、Right? Yeah, and actually, you know what? There's also a lot of honest people. I have to say, because、um, a friend got his cell, or he left his cell phone in a taxi.、Mm. He thought it was long gone, but the actual the person who found it, or the taxi driver, phoned the numbers in his phone and actually returned it to one、oh, of his friends, and he got the phone、sweet. back. Unfortunately, that didn't happen to me, but you never know. You know, my mother once got her wallet stolen, and a week later, the thief mailed all of her ID cards back to her. That's, <laughs> well, that's so kind、cute. of nice. What about the money? That was gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a good reward for them for being honest. <laughs> so there is both sides. There's、mm. stories that will make you really mad, but there's also those heartwarming ones too. <laughs>、yes. So don't forget to check out the lesson on Chinese Pod about I see a thief, and that way, just in case you encounter.、Mm. One, you'll be able to chase him down. <laughs> But we hope you never will. Yeah. 
That's it for this week's Dear Amber, the insider's guide to everything China. Don't forget to send any more questions you have to Dear Amber at praxislanguage.com or go to my profile in the comments section. And don't forget to leave what you thought of today's show and any insights or questions that you have, and we'll be sure to answer them. We'll see you next time on Dear Amber. Shai Tzijian. <laughs>